Hey, let's go over to the UK, Wayne. It's been a big week in English sport. Unfortunately, the Test Series slipped through the fingertips of Ben Stokes' England and Baz Ball. And what about Liverpool? That cup final with so many youngsters on the pitch against a, a mighty club in Chelsea who had millions of billions of dollars invested in their players. It was one of the great triumphs uh, that we've seen. Paul Bryce, UK sports correspondent. It's been good enough to stay up nice and late for us on a Thursday to chat about all of that and more. Uh, good morning, good evening to you, your time, Paul. Yes, good morning, good evening. And first, if I might, on Canterbury, what a wonderful innings that is. It's a real statement innings. And it was quite funny. Uh, I, just a little anecdote. I was listening to uh, former New Zealand wicketkeeper Ian Smith on, on a commentary. When he got into the 90s, he said, why is he playing like this? Come back 90-odd, not out to, tomorrow and, and go for it there. But no, that wasn't Cam Green. It's not really the Australian way. But uh, no, super innings and it's going to be a, a, a super match. What a shame. It's only two tests because it's, it's going to be good fun, I tell. And the fact that Australia don't play New Zealand more in test cricket is criminal, isn't it, Paul? Because they're so close together. It only takes a few hours from the east coast of Australia to get to New Zealand. And the teams play such good cricket against one another, particularly in New Zealand. It's been a great battle so far. It's just a shame we don't see more of it. Well, if you think how many other sports they play against each other, netball particularly, uh, rug, both rugby codes, um, soccer, not so much. But, yeah, it's incredible, really. And, you know, I'm sure there's, there's, there were probably somebody tell you there were well-documented reasons for not doing so. But there it is. It is what it is. But thankfully we have it now. Well, we've seen plenty of cricket in the last week. Paul, it looked at different stages, like uh, England might win that fourth test and set up a decider in the fifth and deciding test at uh, Dharamsala. Unfortunately, though, it was that third day, wasn't it? Um, India's tail wags. They got the lead down to just 46, and, and then their bowlers did their thing. It was a fantastic test, but one that England could easily have won. It absolutely was. It's probably the best test of the series, uh, I would say, as far as test matches go, uh, because it had everything. And, you know, all the talk since has been around, well... Don't don't hang Basball in every Test match. Um, yes, it's it's there. It probably won't stay in terms of its positivity. I, I don't think that will really ever be questioned because they're not going to die wondering that the faith they've placed in in so many young players in such a pressure situation. And we'll talk about that with a, with a Liverpool situation as well. In in such a, a circumstance, how many young players have they blooded and, and blooded well? In, in such a situation. So I don't think all's lost, really. Uh, it's only the purists, I suppose, will, will sort of bemoan it. It's a bit like when, you know, T20 cricket first came and people said that will never last. And, you know, we'll, we, we look where it is now. Indeed. Um, those spinners in particular for England, Tom Hartley and Child Bashir, when Child Bashir has actually doubled his first-class wickets tally in this series playing for England, so inexperienced is he, and we've seen Tom Hartley have his moments as well. I think they've shared 32 wickets between them, but Brendan McCullum made the point after that test that uh, there's no certainty that they'll play county cricket at all at the start of the next summer because of the conditions well, and because of some of the bowlers that are in the, the mix for both of their counties. Absolutely. I see um, Lancashire have signed a promising young Australian called Nathan Lyon. Um, don't know much about him. Anyone know much about him? <laughs> he's got a couple of wickets, I think. Yeah, he's got a couple under his belt, hasn't he? So, you know, and then Jack Leach, when he gets back from, from all his injuries, he's in the Somerset team. So, yeah, neither of them are uh, certain starts for, for either county. But either way, and, and I suppose the same with, with Rian Ahmed. I mean, I know he, I think he has one or two other things going on at the moment that means he had to leave the tour early so 
who knows with that. But again, another young player that wasn't entirely sure of his place wherever he was going. So, you know, it's the old adage as a coach, and I'm sure, Wayne, you'll, you'll say the same, that, you know, if they're, if they're good enough, they're old enough. Yep, yep, yep. they shouldn't look at the... Uh the birth certificate at all, and uh, but Paul, I'm, I'm really interested. Um, I mean, about this baseball bit, you know, that as you said, it's the purest, um, or some press people, I reckon, just try to create and stir the pot. And, and we look at the way England batted in that second innings. I mean, it wasn't baseball that got them out; it was just those conditions and the, the, the difficulty of it all. What is the general public? Can you get a feel for for what they have seen? Or, and what they what their opinion is of what they think of the the way that the English team is playing because it's I, I think there is times where they've tried to pull the head in but the conditions over there were very difficult. They were, and also we must mention the Indian fielding. They took some splendid pitches yeah. in in that uh, second innings as well. Um, it's it's really quite difficult um, to get a general feel at the moment because we're not in the cricket season yes we're coming up to it but I suppose it's a bit like when you're in the midst of the AFL season and you're asking Australian cricket fans what, what's happening overseas if they're playing in in, in far off places unless it's England um, they're not really interested they're not really following it so those that follow it, as I said the other week those are the guys that spend the, 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 the bucks going out there around the world supporting them so for the diehards I think They'll know. They'll understand the game, uh, as I've said. Um, and I think, you know, Joe Root, um, everybody came out and slaughtered Joe Root because he played a reverse sweep and got himself out and or tried to, or was it a ramp over his head or mm. something like that? He missed it and was caught at second slip. So, and he's come out and said, look, I'm, you know, I'm, I will play that shot again um, and it will work. So, you know, they all back their own ability. And I suppose... It's almost really, if you go back in, in, in time, the, the only team that really did that and, and did it really well were the Australians. If you go back to the, the golden, you know, the, the, the time the World Series cricket, and you know, they backed themselves in and did it and did it because they knew they could do it and, and back it up. So we've now seen everybody eventually catch up with them. Um, and I suppose a lot of people still aren't used to that. Paul Bryce is with us, UK sports correspondent, uh, chatting Baz Ball and England Test cricket, a 3-1 series loss to, uh, to date. There is still a test to come uh, there in India, the fifth test, but India have an unassailable 3-1 lead. Uh, a lot of interest in this final test match in Johnny Bairstow, who reaches 100 tests for England. It's been a fair journey. There's been some uh, trials and tribulations along the way. There's the famous stumping last year at Lords, but... For a man who, um, his father was a terrific player as well, but sadly passed away very young. Um, it's been quite a story for, for Johnny Bairstow to reach 100 tests. Incredible, really. And you think, where's that time gone? And, and yes, I actually remember his, his father uh, play. Uh, and actually, he'd started to do some, some commentary work as well. Unfortunately, he um, took his own way out, which, which I know is was very difficult for, obviously, as it would be for Johnny to deal with. Um, but it's a, it's a testament to him that he has managed to deal with that. And his father, David, who was a, a, a wicketkeeper of note for England on many occasions, um, you know, would be so, so proud of, of what he's achieved. And um, I suppose I could, I could almost hear, you know, it, they called him Bluey, David Bairstow. Bluey, I don't know why they called him Bluey, but they, you could almost hear him in, in Johnny's words. You know, he wouldn't back down. He would have done everything that Johnny would has done 
um, you know, so they were very much um, of, of the same mould. It's a wonderful achievement. He's a super cricketer. Might have done one or two things that, you know, possibly looking back on it, he, he probably wished he hadn't. There was a an incident where he bumped into, was it one of the, I forget which one, was it Nathan Lyon or one of the Australians, I forget who it was, um, claiming some sort of rugby league type joust. I don't know what it was, but um, there was something along those lines. But no, his talent is undoubted. Um, and I would be very surprised if he didn't play a hundred and, and more test matches for England. All right, we just spoke quickly at the beginning of the interview about Liverpool, um, their win and where they're at and yeah, what they're trying to aim for with the rest of the year with their coach leaving at the end. Well, um, it certainly helped last Sunday uh, with the Red Ribbons going round the League Cup, the first domestic silverware of the English football season beating Chelsea by a goal today. Some some say it should have been two um, with uh, Virgil van Dijk's first goal. How fitting it was he scored the winner, his first goal being ruled out for offside. But they did, and you mentioned it, Jacob, in your intro about the, the, the fearlessness, again, of him blooding so, so many young players. And just to back that up, they went and beat Southampton by three goals to nil in an FA Cup match. So that's them through to a, a mouth-watering quarter-final against Manchester United, who overcame Nottingham Forest by uh, a goal to nil. So, you know, they're on the right track. There's a potential for four for Liverpool, if everything goes their way. And it would be just like them to go and do it. And it certainly would be just like the mentality that Jurgen Klopp has brought to that club in his time, um, you know, to, 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 for them to go and do that. Yeah, what a, what a wonderful achievement with so many key players out and still sitting top of the uh, EPL table. Uh, 60 points are just a point clear of Man City and Arsenal still within touching distance. It's a race in three to the finish line, Paul. Yeah, you'd have to say so. And um, I suppose if we look awards, uh, or towards this weekend, um, well, <laughs> Arsenal benefit the most because they play Sheffield United uh, in the last game of the round uh, at, in Sheffield. Of course, Sheffield United, the whipping boys of the lot, bottom of the lot with horrendous goal difference. They're going only one way, and that's down. Um, Arsenal could really benefit from that, but we have a Manchester derby as well. Uh, with United just showing a tiny touch of form, it will bring a little bit extra spice into it at the Etihad. Um, it's the late game. Um, 11.30, should say, Western time. That kickoff a slightly... Uh, earlier than usual so for those of you in the long weekend that'll be uh, a nice one to catch if you can um Tottenham must mention Tottenham as we always do uh home to Crystal Palace you'd expect three points for them uh, Liverpool a game against Nottingham Forest now Nottingham Forest uh come into this in, in all sorts of strife they're, they're not in good form they were put out of the cup as I said by Manchester United they're also having their points appeal heard next week and I'm sure people will have picked up on the fact that Everton had their points uh, deduction reduced from 10 points to 6 uh, which with immediate effect so Forrest will be hoping for something similar but we still potentially could have uh, a situation where we have a league table at the end of the season but we're still it could be decided in the courts and not mm. on the pitch yeah, yeah, we don't want that. That's um, certainly something that uh, has raised eyebrows, hasn't it, Wayne? Yes, most definitely. And I, and I, and I would imagine the eyes would be on Everton. They've got West Ham this weekend, um, you know, to, to try and then 
just get a little idea how it influences the players. Where's it? Whether, whether suddenly they've got that more confidence, and it'll be interesting to see whether they're able to turn it around. Well, there's no doubt it can have had an, uh, kind of had an effect because it, it must have done. You, you can't be in a club with having that swirling around and, and then pretend it's not going on. And West Ham, of course, coming up for the back of a, a mighty impressive win with David Moyes under a certain amount of pressure going into that game. There were one or two soothsayers that saying that you know he may well be gone before the end of the season. Well, that four-two win against Brentford might just have saved them. Brentford, incidentally, uh, at home to Chelsea, uh, the losers in the League Cup final. Great weekend coming up uh, of sport, particularly with so much football to look forward to. Paul, always great to, to speak to you. Hopefully the weather's starting to warm up over there because it's March now for us. I know it's still February 29 for you, but March generally means we're right on the cusp of county cricket, the return of summer. Yes, indeed. Uh, see them just a month away, April the 6th, we get underway with the county season. Uh, and I know a lot of overseas players will, will start as uh, start to come over and, and get themselves prepared for that. It's not quite warming up. The days are a little bit milder. It's still chilly in the evenings. Uh, we're down to about three degrees here in the northwest of England, as I speak to you. Um, and uh, we're averaging a top of... Uh, a, a very balmy 10 degrees that's our high daytime temperature at the moment. Yeah, de- a definite need to, to rug up. Paul, um, stay warm and stay safe over the weekend. Thanks so much for your time we're looking forward to uh, chatting to you next week Absolute pleasure. Enjoy the Labour Day and catch you next week